Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CBS Sports Network. Yeah, just, Check your local listings. Right. <laughs> just go to the guy yes. DVR. Yeah. Watch pretty Brian. simple. Yeah. yeah come That's on. 2017 for crying out right. loud. Right. Figure this whole thing out. Right there at your fingertips. I, one of the things I finished watching last night was the last couple episodes of Last Chance You, and I started getting angry at you again because <laughs> you need to see this damn thing. I know. There's so many things we could talk about. There's guests we could have on. There's all sorts of stuff. But you're not going to be able to do it now because no. now you're getting into your busy season, yes. so forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. But, so um, remind me in December. There's so there's coaches we could talk. They'd probably come on. Well, have them come on anyway. But you don't know anything about the show. You know the backstory. I'll figure it out. There's this woman who's great. She's the academic counselor, and she's just amazing. Cool. And she left and started her own company, and she'd be great. I know she does radio interviews. Get her. All right. I'll do my research. I'll be prepared, I I, think. I'm sure with a lot of our affiliates in SEC country and... Just college football fans, period, are into this show. It's a very popular show. So I do think that the audience would be into it. Uh, We do start with some more NFL this morning, as all reports indicate that it's either today or tomorrow that Ezekiel Elliott will be appealing this suspension. And our take on it yesterday was pretty similar, is that we disagreed with the NFL's heavy-handedness with this and that their motivation was something other than getting this right for the victim. It was more of a PR thing and to make up for other things that have gone on in the past. Not that I know that he didn't do it or he did do it, but I just think their motivation wasn't pure in this. So initially I'm thinking, yes, go fight. Clarence Hill of the Fort Star... Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Yes, I'm my, sorry. My homie from the University of Texas. We've had him on before. Yes, yes. He details some of the bullet points of the things that the Ezekiel Elliott camp is going to use in the appeal. Some mm-hmm. of the things that she has said, text messages that we have talked about before. I'm thinking, okay, good. You know, you fight the suspension. It's It's six games. Go for it if you believe in it. And then on the other hand, I'm thinking... It's not going to work. <laughs> no matter how long yeah. it takes, yeah. unfortunately, it's not going to work. Now, I don't want to be the guy that says don't try something because you think that the outcome is going to be a certain way. I'm never that person. At least give it a shot. But it's not going to work. <laughs> and if there's a better chance of him walking into the league office hat in hand going, I'm so sorry for my behavior. You guys are absolutely right. And lying if he believes that they aren't right 
to, for him to get that suspension reduced than him actually using facts in the case and the appeal to get the suspension reduced because of this personal conduct policy. It is so hard to crack. And it is so slanted towards the league. It's their policy. Of course, it's going to be slanted towards the, le- towards the league. So they have all the power, all the leverage in this deal. And, yes, we've seen suspensions be decreased in the past. Greg Hardy's was decreased from six games to four games. But in this situation where you have a league that's really going to be draconian in their handling of these type of situations, which they should if you have all the evidence and if you can prove within a reason, uh, within, uh, without reasonable doubt that this took place, fine. You should hold all the cards, and you should be heavy-handed in how you meet out punishment. But this is not a clear cut, and I know there are those out there who disagree. This is clear cut to them. There's no doubt that Ezekiel Elliott uh, committed these crimes. No, I don't see it as that way, especially with the additional information that has just been shared by uh, my man at the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Read that. Read what this woman was doing. Read all the the, the machinations in which she was engaged in. Uh, it, it, it just I, I've seen this drive-in picture show before. A scorned person trying to exact some revenge on someone, whether it's male on female or female on male. I've seen this before, and I don't know why that didn't carry more weight. You're engaged in an altercation prior to following or going to a party you're not even invited to, and then you uh, uh, verbally assault someone else in a vehicle, another female that Ezekiel's with, because you're no longer in the picture. We've seen this before, and I'm surprised that that didn't carry more weight. The fact that you didn't instruct and try to direct your friend to lie to investigators about this deal. Uh, it's just amazing. And, and we, you want to talk about the, the bruises and things like that? Well, she was just in an altercation with another woman. They're going to be bruised. Even her friend who tried to extract her from the altercation said they had to pull and tug on her to get her away from this other female she was fighting with. So uh, you're going to, I would think, uh, incur some bruises or some, some scratches or scrapes or something if you're in an altercation and then you got someone else pulling on you, tugging on you. Now, does that exonerate Ezekiel Elliott? But for what I've read, yes. Now, if there's more out there, let's see it. We can go around and around for days trying to figure out the truth, and only the people directly involved know the truth. But for our purposes, to me, what is out there that we can digest does not result in a six-game suspension. A six-game suspension is insanity when you go through and comb through everything that you know in this case. And another reason why I think that this investigation took 13 months is that the NFL said, well, you know that they're going to appeal this. We need to make sure that when they do, we have all our ducks in a row and we can have this six-game suspension upheld because we just went through this Brady thing And this Brady thing lasted for two damn years, and there's different judges, and there's courts of appeals, and it was just a mess. So we have to make sure that that doesn't happen again and doesn't drag on, and it's probably going to end up being six games. And NFL insiders are saying it now, too. This does not seem like something that is similar to what we saw with Ben Roethlisberger, where he was able to get that down to four games. It's probably going to be six. And the fighting with the facts that the Ezekiel Elliott camp has 
is going to end up working counterproductively because the NFL doesn't like to be challenged no. in this way. No, and, and, and they have won, it seems like, at every turn when they are challenged because the, the policy, the way it's written, uh, it, 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 it once again is in their favor. And it's their policy, so I'm sure they had all their legal minds set it up in, in, a, in a way that uh, if they were challenged, that the odds would be in their favor to come out on, on the winning side. So they have succeeded in that uh, scenario. And, and so we'll see how this plays out. But I don't blame Ezekiel and his camp for vehemently fighting this if he did nothing wrong. Everything I've seen from the affidavit I read uh, yesterday, what you've seen uh, says that this was a scorned person who was out to get to and multiple times said, I'm going to ruin your life. Multiple times said, I'm going to ruin your life. Not once, not twice, multiple times. I'm going to ruin your life. Well, that lets you know that you're not dealing with a person who's a sound mind, at least not, not in that moment. And that's why the prosecutors decided there's nothing here. Your career is over is another quote, and this is according to Ezekiel Elliott. There is no text message, but according to Ezekiel Elliott, she said, you are a black male athlete. I'm a white girl. They are not going to believe you, end quote. So those are some of the things that the Ezekiel Elliott camp will go ahead with in this appeal, and unfortunately for them, it will not work because I really thought when the original Brady ruling where he could play that entire year happened I said good for the Patriots good for Brady and then still after that he had to serve a four-game suspension because of the language in the collective bargaining agreement as it pertains to this personal conduct policy and it is truly flabbergasting that the NFL who has spent so much time on this issue has hired different people has come up with a brand new department on this, still can't get these things right. Think about the Josh Brown one. I mean, they were wrong on the other side of that one, Mm -hmm. and now they're wrong on this side of this one. So you've hired all these people, you've created a different department, you have sunk dollars, I can't even imagine, man hours, 13 months over a year into this, and I still don't think that they got this thing right. But they have decided that it is better to be on this side of wrong than that side of wrong, meaning we'd rather suspend the player for more games than fewer games and then get embarrassed because everybody says you're not taking domestic violence seriously enough. And take the hit of being embarrassed when you are too punitive. Uh, and, and so they'd rather be on that side than, than say, well, we, we were we were uh, too loose uh, with with the handling of this situation. Uh, we weren't heavy handed enough. We weren't punitive enough. And so we're going to make sure we drop the hammer on, on all these cases moving forward and, and, and now stay there and, and, and take all the backlash from being too draconian. So it seems as though that's the perception, or that's not the perception, that's going to be um, the route that they take from here on out because there's just there's so much conflicting evidence here. And now, as I said yesterday, I was wondering, well, why didn't the prosecution bring the, the same charges? They saw the same information, and, and now I know why. You read this stuff, and, and, and it's so conflicting. How can you draw a conclusion from all this that, 
he was the culprit. When the young lady had been in a scuffle, the young lady is basically stalking the guy. He's saying, asserting that anytime we were in the apartment, there was someone else there as well because I knew she was going to act up. Uh, there's so much conflicting here. How can you say without a doubt that he is the reason for, uh, for her uh, her injuries? I really do believe, too, that it was strategically put in the letter to Ezekiel Elliott, the mention of the St. Patrick's Day parade thing, because that was another thing. Right. and. Of course, that was bad. Right. It was not We something, all agree yeah, that was bad. But that is that is another one of the things that they could put in there with the personal conduct policy to hide behind so they could keep it at six games. And I don't know if the Players Association is going to look at this issue as something that is that important to them where they're going to put it at the forefront of the next CBA fight, maybe the guaranteed money because we've heard so much from NFL players when they look at NBA contracts and how jealous and angry it makes them (laughs) that they don't get those opportunities. Of course, it's a different game. There's more players, more risk of injury, all these things that go into it. But that's a big deal. The franchise tag is a big deal. But, I mean, the NFL, it almost seems like they live to suspend people at times. (laughs) They're the only league that's still testing for weed and suspending guys Full years for weed. <laughs> full guys, a full year for smoking weed. It's insanity. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They act like just overzealous parents. I was thinking about this like, like these, these guys, they act like they're supposed to be babysitters. You're not babysitters. You're a grown ass man. Now, if they do something that's truly egregious, fine. You throw the book at them. But you just mentioned something that's legal. In 30-some states now, and you're suspending them for a whole year? Really? They they haven't run over anyone. They haven't killed anyone. They haven't done a damn thing that's been violent in nature. They've ingested something that's, now, that's legal in 30-some states, and yet in your company, in your business, it's not allowed. And you're going to suspend them, take away their employment for a year. And their motivation is bullcrap, too, because it's all about the perception. They don't care about any player. They don't care about a guy smoking weed. They don't care about anything but how the fans perceive the league. And the only time that you see them change anything is when the public perception and the voices get really loud. And when you heard a lot of people complain about flags being thrown at celebrations and the players complained about that, then all of a sudden Roger Goodell is making Snapchat videos with Antonio Brown yep. and putting stuff out going, look, I'm a good guy. They're only caring about their image in every single one of these examples. And if they really did purely had motivation, that was that was pure. If you talk about a parent, when a parent is saying – to their kid, I don't want you to go out and drink. I don't want you to go out and have sex at 15 years old. I don't want you to go out and and sniff glue in class or whatever it is. <laughs> They're doing that because they want to protect their kid. They're not doing that because they want to look good to their neighbors. And the NFL wants to look good to everybody right, around them. They right. don't care about their kids. <laughs> well, they only care about them to a certain extent, as long as it doesn't, uh, in, in their perception, damage the shield. You ever sniff glue? No, and never. me neither. Doesn't never appeal to me. Mm-mm. Never appealed to me. <laughs> Are you thinking about doing it? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Is Roger Goodell in the NFL? Depending how angry I get today. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's the classic airplane scene, right? In the movie Airplane, yeah. I just yeah. picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. I mean, I watched that when I was a kid. I was thinking sniffing glue. Who 
Who sniffs glue? Well, some people do. Yeah. That's a class space. If you've it? sniffed glue before, give us a call. Yes, 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> we also want to hear your thoughts, of course, on Ezekiel Elliott. If you're Ezekiel Elliott, do you go full bore into this fighting, trying to knock this suspension down, or do you realize that it might be a lost cause? 855 212 Four two two seven. Just getting started. Keep it right here. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. It is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to join the show and talk about Ezekiel Elliott, 855-212-4CBS. We also asked for anybody who sniffed glue before to call us <laughs> as we're curious. If you what, can. Yeah, what that's like. <laughs> 855-212-4227. Brad Heller's here. And he is in for the rest of the week. What's up, Brad? What's going on, guys? Have you ever sniffed glue? No. No, you have not. Okay. Good for you. Brad, <laughs> Brad's uh, Brad's 39 years old. Doesn't look 39 years old. Yeah, don't remind me of that one. Just a, a birthday yesterday. 38 to 39. 38 to 39. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Last one in the 30s, huh? I missed you throwing something at me. I, 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 I was looking for you. I couldn't find you this morning. Uh, you seem depressed about this birthday. I, you know, it's uh, always another year, you know. just Although I didn't have to get up at 3 a.m., so that's, you know... Brad, you sound you, like yeah. the most miserable <laughs> person right. on earth. I was you know, trying. I, to, I, that's geez. that's misleading because um, I got new digs now. You know, I came in this morning and they put me up. I got a I got a brand new studio that's down right. the hall. You got a new studio. That's why I couldn't find you, man. Yeah, Heller makes Lepresti sound like Rip Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I need more energy. I thought that <laughs> more feeling, Heller. I, I thought that Chris was upset yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Man, Brad. All right. Well, let's let's see how the Chris update. was upset filling in. Is that? Uh... Yeah, yeah. He was. I mean, you anchors are just you're at your wit's end. I think <laughs> all you guys collectively. You know what though? This new this new setup. I know it's only temporary, but I, I tell you what. You know, it's like you're. You book a hotel, you think you're staying in like a dorm room or like community bathrooms, and you walk in and you got like this suite at the Four Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, are you on Twitter, Brad? I am. All right. So everybody, uh, tweet Brad. What's your uh, Twitter address? It's uh, Brad Heller fourteen. Brad Heller fourteen. You can tweet him some inspiring messages <laughs> for, for the morning. Maybe uh, quote the Bible if you like to do <laughs> yeah, that. Hugh Freeze, please. Yeah, yeah right. If Hugh Freeze is out there, give you an inspirational <laughs> quote. Something to get Brad turned around this morning because we need him. It's the day after his birthday. He's thirty nine. He hates his life. Uh, but he does have a new studio, which is do have a new studio. Sometimes a little birthday hangover, but this uh, nice to walk in to see this new this new dig. So <laughs> wow. my Bible. You, you, you get excited about anything, man. <laughs> you know, at four a.m. The little things, you know, it's, it's, it is the little things. All right, Brad, give us the sports we're trying out. All right, right guys. <laughs> this report brought to you by Ring Central. Ring Central empowers your global workforce to better communicate, collaborate, and connect anytime, anywhere, on any device for a free trial. Go to ringcentral.com. We'll start with Major League Baseball. Giancarlo Stanton's home run tear continues. 22 now in his last 34 games. Last night, he broke Gary Sheffield's club record with number 43. Marlins beat the Giants in Miami 8-3. Something special. You know, uh, when you're when you're one homer and one hit away from from a record, uh, you know, you don't want to let it linger because then every at-bat is, uh, you're going to do it, you're going to do it. So um, luckily I got it out the way 
right away and put us on top and, you know, able to finish. Stanton leads the majors with those 43 home runs, while Aaron Judge still leads in the American League. A long drive to right center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. A Judgean blast. Aaron Judge ties the game with a long home run to right center. All rise. Here comes the Judge. And John Sterling on WFAN in New York. Number 36 for Judge. And home runs from Aaron Hicks and Gary Sanchez in the eighth, giving the Yankees a 4-2 win over the Mets in the Subway Series. The Yankees are four and a half behind the Red Sox in the American League East. Boston lost a makeup game to the Indians at Fenway, 7-3. Rockies pitcher Chad Bettis tossed seven scoreless innings in his first game since treatment for testicular cancer. The Rockies blanked the Braves 3-zip. The other late games, Padres beat the Phillies 7-4. Diamondbacks blanked the Astros behind Zach Greinke 2-0. Royals topped the A's 6-2. Orioles over the Mariners 11-3. The NBA releasing the schedule. Season starts earlier now, October 17th. Some of the notable games, Paul George returning to Indianapolis December 13th. January 15th, Chris Paul takes on his former team in L.A. Jimmy Butler heads back to Chicago in February. Gordon Hayward's first game in Utah is in March. College basketball, the nation's number one recruit, Marvin Bagley the third from L.A., committed to Duke last night. He's hoping to reclassify to the class of 2017 so he can play this season. And according to the toxicology report, Tiger Woods had five drugs in his system when he was arrested in May, including Vicodin and THC. Gentlemen. <laughs> THC. <laughs> what was that one with a D, Brad, that he had in his system? You know how to pronounce that? Diluted or something? Di- Dilute? Dilaudin, maybe? Dilaudin? Yeah, I'm not, Sounds I'm not good sure. Sounds good to me. <laughs> 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 I just thought back to what he was talking about. I just need to manage my medications Dude. a little bit better. Oh. <laughs> hey, that video makes total sense now. Now, I, I, I'm wondering if he ingested all those at one time. You could have taken it on a different day and still be in your system. Mm. Now, mm. that's a hell of a cocktail yeah. if you took all those in, in the same 24-hour period. Wow. I yeah. mean, they make those pill containers with the different labels. Yeah, and if, right. you had them, if you had them in the right, you know, Monday, Tuesday, well, I don't know. <laughs> you have weed on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Ambien what? was one of them. Ambien, and, and, Xanax. And if you're, like, awake on Ambien, apparently, yeah. it's, like, scary stuff. Right, you're exactly. That, yeah, that, I had a that, friend that was on it and ended up at a pizza joint at 3 in the morning. <laughs> oh. Doesn't sound so bad. No, without any clothes. <laughs> I was there at 3 a.m. Oh, celebrating my birthday. Got out of bed, you know, went you, to a pizza joint. You left out the naked part. Well, I, I was mean... going to get there. <laughs> I mean, that is burying the lead. <laughs> and Pete brings up a good point. He just asked, "Is it open? Was the place open?" <laughs> well, at this 3 one was apparently. Was... Wow. <laughs> That's how we know he was there. Man, all right. They say, dude, uh, we we know you want our favorite customers, but you need to put some clothes on. Come on, man. You right. do it. Thanks, Brad. Feeling any better? A little bit. All right, good. Maybe Thank you, you should, guys. You should yeah. try that cocktail. The tiger hat. <laughs> Cheer your ass up. Yeah, do everything but the ambient. Because we need you up for the rest of the yeah. shift. Uh, but the Vicodin, the the one with the D, whatever that yeah. was. And then the Xanax. The Xanax, yeah. yeah. Go with the, the weed. Xanax, that, that hypes you? Was that is that No, no, no. That's anti anxiety medication. Oh really? That's oh, a, I didn't I start rummaging down. through the studio, so we'll see what I can find. <laughs> All right, go ahead. We'll see you in a little bit. Uh Jeff is in Ohio on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jeff? Good morning. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. You know, you, you get suspended for a year for smoking weed, but you go out, beat your girlfriend, beat your wife, beat another girl, and only get suspended three or four games. 
Yeah, some of these suspensions, of course, are for multiple offenses. So the first time you get caught smoking weed, it's not like you're suspended for a year then. You get put in the program, the second time's four games, the third time is a full year. I wasn't trying to make the comparison of this guy gets suspended for a year and this guy gets suspended for a couple of games for a uh, a much more uh, worse offense. My point was that the NFL is the only professional sports league who is handing out these massive suspensions to guys that are smoking marijuana, which is just, (laughs) I mean, it's so archaic, this thought process, especially when it's the most violent sport that we have. And a lot of these guys, I'm not naive. Some guys just want to get high. I understand, okay? They want to smoke weed. They like smoking weed. They have a good time with it. But there are others that choose it as a healthy alternative to pain meds, which are highly addictive. There is a opioid crisis in this country because of the over overprescribing right. of painkillers. So other guys say uh, in the NFL that aren't just there to get high, they say, I, I want to feel better, and, and but I don't want to be addicted to Vicodin or Percocet or Oxycontin right. or anything else. And it's not just an alternative to painkillers, but also uh, those who suffer from ADHD or just plain ADD. You, you don't want to be popping Ritalin and all those other things that, especially as a, a, a young kid who's dealing with those issues, and, and not saying you want to roll your kid a joint either, but if you've dealt with that and now you are of age and you choose an alternative method to deal with that situation, uh, go for it, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Yeah, and and I, I, I'm not here as in, I don't even, and I would tell you if I did, I don't smoke weed. I wish I kind of did smoke more weed because I think it would relax me a little <laughs> bit, but I'm just, it seems like too much of a, it would. Of a hassle, uh, quite frankly. Uh, but... I'm not here to be an, an advocate for it. I'm not someone who's going to be running around with, with signs saying uh, make it legal. But you know, when was the last time you heard about a domestic violence incident or a fight breaking out at a bar when a couple of guys were high? I mean, when does right. that happen? You think you about alcohol-related incidents, yeah. and then that's legal? Yeah. It's just Everything's just so backwards sometimes. That's it, exactly. So, I mean, it, it is backwards. And you got, well, whatever. You can't even reach the remote. How are you going to get in a fight? (laughs) I know. All you want to do is eat a donut and sit on your couch. (laughs) And this is the thing that we're stopping players from doing? Well, they're afraid they may not make weight that week. That's it. What's the latest on Eddie Lacy? Did I miss one of those updates on my vacation? He's he's fine. He's good. He's He's still losing weight. He's making weight. Yeah. Well, good for him. Breaking in the dough. Was he going to get up to 350, I believe? Seven weigh-ins at fifty thousand a piece. Oh, what three hundred fifty thousand? Yeah, Man. just to make weight. Jeez, Isn't that's that, that's, that's a good life. Incentive. Hell yeah! yeah. So uh, that can't keep you off the fat farm. There's no hope for you. <laughs> I, mean, I come know three hundred. I don't care how much money you make. An extra three hundred fifty thousand dollars for staying at a certain weight. Uh, Dan Quinn has a clock in his office. The head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, the one who blew the Super Bowl, was the worst collapse in Super Bowl history. <laughs> if you don't. Remember, uh, so so Dan Dan Quinn has an office clock that every time where there would be a number, you know, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, everyone just says now on it. Yep. And 
if you know how to tell time, you can kind of figure it out. I would hope so. Right? Like, if you <laughs> know how to read used a clock, to be over here. you can kind of figure it out. <laughs> so it's not that big of a deal. Like, I've, there's watches that don't barely have anything or yeah. Roman numerals. People get right. confused. You can figure it out. <laughs> but, like, I don't. Where are the numbers? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, though, this thing. Right? Now. Because now. The time people, is now. No, but, right. But. It says now all around the clock. It can't be now. Now is what is in perpetuity. Now, all the time. Now. The time is now. And this is inspirational and helpful in what way? To him. I don't know. <laughs> Ask him. <laughs> the time is now for what? Yeah, I don't know. Different things. Yeah. But time is now to... Go to the restroom. The time is now to get another glass of water. Man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm at a loss of words now. Yeah. Well, I think that it's probably very hypocritical of him because probably on his desk, I bet he has an itinerary right. of everything with a time next to it. Like, you know, 8.15 special teams, 8.30 this, 8.45 that. He's got a clock yeah. in his office that says now. <laughs> Works for him. Man. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we'll talk more about Tiger Woods and Derek Jeter still helping out the game of baseball, potentially. We'll tell you how. We're coming right back. We've got Guns N' Roses tickets. Listen to Tiki and Tierney for your chance to win right here on CBS Sports Radio. A couple things going on this morning. We talked about Ezekiel Elliott and his appeal process that will start either today or tomorrow, according to reports. If you're Ezekiel Elliott, do you fight this? Or do you realize that the NFL has the upper hand because of the CBA and the personal conduct policy, and then you sit out six games, you stay healthy, and you come back in late October? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Another thing that's going on this morning, our fill-in update anchor Brad Heller is extremely depressed. (laughs) He just turned 39. He's not happy about it. So I was looking at his Twitter bio, and it said in his Twitter bio that in addition to doing morning sports and being a studio host for Westwood One, he also likes acting and improv. So I was thinking maybe we could cheer him up by giving him something to act out. Yeah. So, so tweet us at G.O. and Jones, <laughs> G.I.O. and Jones, one of your favorite scenes that involves one person is saying something, like a, a monologue of sorts. If you're a movie fan, you know, a monologue of sorts. And then we'll print out that and we'll have Brad act it out for us and maybe get that creative side of him flowing and maybe he'll cheer up. Yeah. What do you maybe think? Maybe we'll see a different side of Mr. Heller. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we will. Let's He's hope. all disgruntled. And He's dragging us just, down. Yeah. He's Melancholy. He's the anchor right yeah. now. He's amazing. <laughs> no, not that scene. It's just too dirty. That's 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 too rough. Yeah. I mean, that, that's asking too much of him. I mean, I'm sorry. He, he's still. I know you're f- sorry. He's still figuring this acting thing out. We don't want him to go all academy style just yet, right? Yeah, that's a yeah. start. Start at the bottom, right? And then yeah, work up yeah, to the yeah, masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, that you can't is, be Jack um, Nicholson, you know, right out the Smith. gate. <laughs> right. Uh, so we talked a little bit about Tiger Woods and the toxicology report stemming from that arrest where he did not have any alcohol in his system but was completely stunned during that traffic stop. The drop we play all the time. Oh. Yeah, that. Well, it makes more sense now because yeah. 
He had Vicodin, Xanax, Ambien, THC, which of course is the thing that makes you high in weed, and a drug I've never heard of, D-I-L-A-U-D-I-D. The law did. The The law did. Rest your ass. Right. (laughs) Which is fitting. So um, there's two ways that I could go with this. One is, holy crap, Tiger. What in the hell is going on? That is an amazing amount of stuff that you are injecting into your – well, not injecting. It's stuff that you are putting into your body. And the other side of this is, like, how incredibly sad this is because – this stuff, all of it, has to stem from how much pain he's in, mm-hmm. and which has then manifested itself into addiction, which is a tie-in to the stuff we were talking about with the NFL and the NFL stopping its players from smoking weed when a lot of the guys would like to do that instead of taking the painkillers. Well, this is what happens to people because he's taking... And now, I, I got to find out what the diluted is because... Dilaudid is a hydromorphone. Well, that doesn't help. Yeah, it's a strong painkiller. Okay, there you go. So it's another painkiller. Yes. So he has... He has Vicodin, which right. is a painkiller. He has Dilaudid. <laughs> which is a painkiller. <laughs> which is a painkiller. All right. He has a, the Xanax, a sleep drug, right. a mood and sleep drug. He's got an anti-anxiety pill. He has Ambien. And he's and he's, he's also got weed in his system. And he's got uh, THC. <laughs> Delta so, nine is what they called it. I mean, that is carboxy. I mean, man, and the the diluted is I'm, I'm looking here is is a stronger painkiller than even right even the Viking right exactly. So I mean, this stems from his his back surgery. Yeah, and, How much pain and, is and in it? Florida, uh, marijuana for medicinal purposes is legal. So I mean, it just shows you where he's at with his health if he's pumping this much stuff in him. And it's really, he should have never gotten in the car, but I don't think no. he knew he was, he probably right. thought he was getting in a spaceship. <laughs> so, I mean, I can't. Beam me up, Scotty. And I know we've had this bet back and forth about Tiger getting back out there and winning something, and, and I've been on that side. But to drop that for a second, I mean, it's clear that he is nowhere near. If he is putting that much stuff in himself just to get through a day, yeah. not, I mean, not golfing, just to get through a day. Yeah. And the ambient, I think, is telling to me, too, because. I can't sleep. I'm in so much pain, even after taking all yeah. this stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's when you it's know bad. you really have some big, big time problems when you're not able to rest. And uh, and you know, having dealt with that with the rotator cuff last year, not being able to sleep, and and you still trying to go out and perform and and work, uh, you will. I'm sure some will. Tiger definitely did. Will resort to all. Uh, all things and anything to just be able to close your eyes and, and get uh, a, 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 just a little sleep. Uh, and, and this guy, just this cocktail of drugs that he was employing, man, uh, this definitely leads you to believe that he's in a ton of pain. And, and the back surgery, having been down that road, yes, it's it's painful. Uh, but I never, and I don't know if anyone else had to resort to these type of uh, things to, to to deal with it, but to each his own. Everyone's different, and uh, he, he's he's in a place where uh, you you have to feel for him. I mean, if you got to engage in this type of uh, repertoire just to get some shut eye, just to deal with your your life on a daily basis, it just lets you know he's he's going down a, a slippery slope. Yeah, and what I think is extra scary for Tiger is who's going to tell him no. 
Who in his mm-hmm. life right now mm-hmm. is he going to listen to? And who's going to have the balls to tell Tiger Woods to stop anything? And no one's going to tell him to stop. Anybody who's in Tiger Woods' life, and I don't know what his current situation is with a relationship, but usually all things that happen in his personal life end up in the press at some point. And the last real relationship he seemed to have was with Lindsey Vaughn, and then that went south, and she seemed to be a scorned lover after that, too. So I don't know if he went back to his ways of of what happened with his, his ex-wife, whatever. But, I mean, his, his father has long passed at this point. I know his mom is still in the picture. That's probably it because anybody who's working around Tiger right now is, is going to want to be around Tiger and be a yes man. Even if they can tell him no, even if there are those in his camp that are very close to him, friends, relatives, whatever, he can escape. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. He has the wherewithal to jump on a private jet, go wherever the hell he wants, and be under the radar to, to a certain extent. He could get away from those if, if that's the case, uh, if he, he really wants to avoid those who would try to steer him off of uh, this, this this medication. So, uh, And I don't know if that's the deal. He, he's, the last reports were that he went to some diversionary uh, diversion program and, and got help, so uh, maybe he, he'll be better for having gone through this. But uh, I, I would hope there are people there that can tell him the truth. Yeah, I would hope too, but I don't know how realistic that is. I, usually, and I know that I'm just using other examples or things that I've I've seen in documentaries about uber-famous people, but generally the people that are around them are are people that are there to serve that particular person mm-hmm. in whatever they want. And that's what it seems like well, here. Well, that's true, and then you would hope also that if they've been there for a while that they have a, a, a relationship where you can be truthful to each other. Just because you initially start out on a, on a, in a business relationship doesn't mean it can't evolve into one of where you're a confidant and, and, and you can lean on each other uh, if you're having problems one way or the other. And, and, and you would hope that that involves you being truthful and that other person being truthful to you. And this probably wasn't the first time that he mixed a bunch of stuff together and got that messed up. So there's probably, I mean, the the odds of that, he'd be the unluckiest man in the world that the first time he mixed all that, he got in a car and got pulled over. So this has probably been a little bit of a pattern for him too. So I just, I just hope that he's going to have to help himself. Not that that is unlike any other situation with someone who is involved in a an addiction or a potential addiction that we see at Tiger Woods, but he more than anybody is not, I, I don't believe is going to have that mentor right now. He seems like he's falling off the rails and I don't know him. We don't know him, but it, it does seem like ever since his father passed his, you know, he's been a little rudderless in in his life. So he needs someone like that to straighten him out. Well, you've been in a cocoon and, and you've been very guarded about your life. You're not going to trust too many people. And that the father was uh, the protection and, and the person he confided in the, the most. He's been there since day one, of course, and helped nurture and, and, and grow this, this fabulous golfer. Uh, and, and so that's taken away from you. Now you're a grown man. You're trying to figure things out pretty much on your own. And if this is purely about medicating yourself to deal with pain, we need to find some alternative methods to deal with that pain. Derek Jeter reportedly, as he is now the the Marlins uh, owner in, in waiting or whatever you want to call him, 
uh, but he wants to remove that disgusting yeah. sculpture. <laughs> and I wish I had a different take on it. I really do. I don't want to fall in line with everybody else that thinks it's gross, but it is. I mean, it's just... Now, maybe if I grew up in Miami and I and I saw that and I said, boy, that really represents the city, but, I mean, it, 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 it looks... Well, it could have been done better. Right? It just looks so phony and fake. Yeah. And it looks out of place. Having seen it in person this past summer at that baseball classic, it's just... It's what doesn't belong here. You look out there, and, and that's the how can you avoid that? You can't. That does not belong in a baseball. Stadium. Maybe outside the stadium. Maybe if you want to have a little fanfare for for your your, your the, the kids that go to the game, have it outside at the little carnival or what have you. But inside the stadium, right there in, in the backdrop of center field, no. Yeah, it, and I, I don't know if it's really distracting for batters in that park. I haven't heard. That's so much. It but, hasn't uh, distracted Stanton. Yeah, that's that. That's for sure. But I mean, I think that he's. I mean that that being one of the first things that Derek Jeter wants to do it just shows you <laughs> that he's still got his. The, the greatness is still there with Jeter. He's going to be a great owner. He takes a look there at that go. thing. and goes, yeah. it's just gross. Uh, a first order of business. Get rid of that damn statue. Get it the hell out of here. Uh, but it's not Playland. It's a major league baseball park. But as he is now turning the page, going from Yankee to Marlin now. So no, no, no. He's always a Yankee. This is this is it. Always a Yankee. Pinstripes out, <laughs> big fish in. That's what happens with Damn, this. Damn, I'm a Marlins fan. He's got to shed all his Yankee dumb. Nope. The, the I just heard that they're taking down the monument, the yeah. new monument okay. they put in there. They're taking it down. <laughs> they're gonna put the fish. In there. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Just a giant, giant Marlin. Put flipper. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna a little dolphin tank. In there, just in Monument Park. (laughs) All right. Coming up next, how about this? Greg Cosell joins us. My man! Knows a lot about football. Mm -hmm. He will not answer any questions about off-the-field stuff, so don't even try that. Mm -mm. But on-the-field stuff, as it pertains to off-the-field stuff, he will talk about that. So, will the Cowboys be okay without Ezekiel Elliott? I think that's a good question for him. Gio and Jones and Greg Cosell next. CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.